Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, if you've been following along here for a while, you know I like to take the time here on this podcast to unpack common patterns I see in my clients and common beliefs that we've carried forth unquestioningly from previous generations. Let's call those myths, okay? And there can be a lot of overlap between the patterns that we see and the beliefs that we carry, the myths that we unconsciously subscribe to. When you're believing a myth and accepting it as truth, it definitely impacts how you show up and the patterns in your behavior. And it will continue to do so until you address the belief or the thoughts that are driving your actions. So it's not enough to see the pattern. You have to understand the myth and start to recognize that it may feel true, especially if you've internalized it deeply, but it isn't the truth. And if it isn't the truth, you get to decide whether you continue to believe. Today, we're going to talk about the myth of control. First, we've got to look at how you recognize this in yourself because it totally can fly under the radar even though many of you may have heard the words myth of control and identified and immediately thought, yeah, that's me. So let's break it down some. Anytime you view yourself as an authority figure your kids should just listen to, By default, there's some myth of control at play. Anytime you're hung up on what they should be doing, and of course, if you find yourself thinking, this is out of control, or they aren't listening to me and I need to be in control, or maybe even I'm losing control, you know there's myth of control going on, right? So often it's like your toddler brain takes over, right? And It's jumping up and down and shouting, I'm the grown-up here, listen to me. Side note, have you gotten to know your toddler brain yet? (laughs) There's in each one of us a part of our brain that still functions a little bit like a toddler that has those big emotions and reactions and just wants to get things their way, right? And if it takes over and that's what's driving us, we need to be able to see it happening and then comfort the little toddler that still lives inside us, right? The myth of control, the belief that we need to be in control can also creep in if our kids are being really loud or wild or emotional or even aggressive. If they're starting to fight with their siblings, a lot of times that's something we feel like we need to control, right? It's there anytime you wish they'd just get it together or when you think 
they need a firmer hand or maybe even limits or boundaries, right? So that kind of gives you an overview of, of a lot of the places where it can creep in. It can be pretty pervasive. And I want to shift from how it shows up for us into what it looks like for our families, right? And I want to talk a little bit. I have got to like just pause and ask, have you seen Encanto yet? Uh, my daughter just came around to it and we've watched it twice now as of this recording, but I'm sure we'll be watching it a lot more. If you've seen it, you've witnessed a family deeply impacted by this myth of control. And you will have noticed that it impacts each of the family members a little bit differently. The root of each person's belief is a little bit different. It's true for us too. Your desire, your urge to control or be in control may be born out of that big T, capital T trauma. Something big may have happened in your past that makes you feel like you need to protect your family from ever experiencing that kind of pain like Abuela did in the movie. I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler alert. I don't think I'm really going to spoil the movie for you, but I am going to be talking about some of the internal challenges the characters deal with. Deal with. So if you feel like that will spoil the movie for you, stop, watch the movie, and then come back to this podcast, okay? So Abuela had a lot of trauma in her past, and it was very painful what she went through, and she never wanted her family to experience that. So her desire to control what happened, to control the family, came from wanting to protect them and wanting to protect her community, right? It can also come from a different type of trauma. Like It typically is a trauma response, but it doesn't have to be big T trauma. It can be the little everyday traumas that we all experience, right? So it can come from feeling a need to prove yourself or a sense that safety is created through control and letting things go is unsafe. If you grew up in a home where there was a lot of emphasis placed on control and the family being in control, it can affect you in a number of ways that result in you perpetuating the cycle. So it's worth asking yourself, why is this coming up for me? Anytime the urge to control arises, why is that? What will you gain by gaining control? What is the underlying thought that is driving you feeling controlling and seeking to control your kids? That's the first step in releasing the myth of control from your family's narrative, from your family's legacy. It's the step of building your own awareness of how it factors in, how it shows up, and the impact, both the present and potential impact that it has. And I'm going to circle back and bring it back to Encanto again because the movie really does such a beautiful job of illustrating how this kind of trauma response can be passed down in a family, even a family that has love and service and community as some of its core values. And they did an amazing job of illustrating the variety of ways a childhood framed by control can impact children, including 
adult children. And I had actually started constructing this list in my mind, this list of ways that the myth of control impacts kids before I even saw the movie. But I can't, I just can't help tie it into the movie, right? They, they hit on all these different levels that I was already thinking about, right? They really got it. So the myth of control for children can contribute to a constant struggle of trying to suppress emotions that can't be contained, like it did for Tia Peppa. It can create a lot of pressure, a strong feeling of pressure, like it did for Louisa, like they have to hold everything together to keep the family okay. It can contribute to perfectionism as they work to live up to our expectations and that's what we saw in Isabella, right? It can create pushback and power struggles, which is a lot of what we see with Mirabel. And overall, it creates a huge sense of never being good enough. We see that in every character in the movie, every member of La Familia Madrigal. It can even create ruptures in relationships. And that's what we see with Bruno. Okay? When you bring your awareness to how this belief can impact your whole family now and well into the future, the need to disrupt it is clear. You can guide your children effectively without controlling them. You can help them understand contextual expectations in advance. Think about birthday parties and family dinners with extended family. You can also get really clear about your own personal boundaries and articulate those to your kids so they know when you're available for certain things and when you're not. And establishing personal boundaries, boundaries for yourself to ensure that your needs are being met is very different from having boundaries or creating limits for your kids. Put the emphasis on guiding and helping your kids instead of getting sucked into controlling. Because no matter how hard you try, you can never truly control others. You can only control yourself. You can stop fighting this battle. And when you do, everything changes. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining me here. I will catch you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.